Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the Aligned Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Nicole McClellan. I'm a leadership coach and entrepreneur. I founded the Omark Project organization, and I've written the Amazon bestselling book, I Did Something Different, and it worked. My transition from full-time secondary school teacher to entrepreneur has gifted me the opportunity to speak on many subjects. This podcast is going to be a place to create connection, get aligned with our purpose, and have those deeper conversations. I'll be talking all about aligning with our true purpose in life, business, and education, as well as yoga, wellness, and our mindsets. Tune in weekly for different talks, interviews, and guided meditations, all found here on the Aligned Purpose podcast, or as we can nickname it, the app. Now, let's dive right in. My opening question for you today is, do you remember being a little kid and having to wait to finish your meal before getting dessert? That's the premise of the podcast today. Today, I'm going to be talking about having patience during a pandemic. In fact, patience at any point in our life is important and valuable, and it really is a virtue. However, during this time of the pandemic, it's even more so important. We don't know when this is going to end and if and what the new normal will be. For a lot of people, this can trigger anxiety and fear because of their impatience to the unknown. I thought it would be important today to discuss ways to cultivate patience and why it's important to have patience. First of all, let me start off and be real clear here. I was not born a patient person. In fact, I decided to arrive Earthside more than a month early. I was so quick in labor, or I should say my mom was very quick in labor with me. I wanted into this world and I did not want to wait. When I describe my personality to people, I've typically said in the past that I am an impatient person. And I do believe that this used to be true and it's something that I've worked on a lot. Not being patient in the past had left me feeling angry, frustrated, overwhelmed, and almost every other emotion in between. For example, if you were to watch me put the duvet in my duvet cover, it would scream loud and clear that I still don't have a perfect practice of patience. Or witness me untangle a knot out of a necklace, and I'm not even sure which would be worse if you were to watch me read instructions to build something or be on the phone with a company that puts me on hold. All of these are examples of when patience has really tested me, or I guess my lack of patience, I should say. I truly believe, though, that two things happened in my life that provided me with the insight and clarity to what being patient will not only do for me, but for those around me. Those two things were becoming a yoga teacher and becoming a school teacher. What I know for sure is that I always have patience when I am in the presence of teenagers, when I am with dogs, when I'm in a yin yoga practice, and when I'm doing doing any sort of manifesting. I believe that school teachers, that one of their number one skill sets needs to be patience. This is going to drive classroom management and create connection with your students. So for all of the parents out there listening that have kids at home during this pandemic, or even teachers who are still working with new ways of working online, those platforms, I hope that these ways to cultivate patience work for you, especially for those that are working with kids, with youth, with teens. My experience has always been um, like individualize each and every person. So as a teacher, 
finding out who your students are, however long that takes you, if it's the whole first month of school. That way there, when you know their story, your patience for them will be stronger. So, and there's been this saying that has come into my life within the last year or two, and this has really supported my patience with others deeply. And this is the concept or the belief that everyone is doing the best that they can with what they have. When I repeat this mantra to myself in times of, say, being stuck in line at the grocery store and the clerk is taking a really long time for a job that I perceive to be quick and efficient, one of the things that I can do for myself rather than going into a state of judgment is believing that they are doing the best they can with what they have. That allows me to cultivate patience for my experience in that moment. In terms of having patience during this pandemic, a common narrative that I've heard a lot of people talk about is the concept that they would feel a lot better if they knew an end date. For a lot of people, not knowing how long this is going to last and what it will look like when it's over is stirring up a lot of stirring up a lot of impatience for people. So I thought that this would be a great time to talk about ways to cultivate patience and why this is going to be beneficial in your life. My first step for cultivating patience is to practice patience. You're probably thinking, how do I practice something that I don't know how to do or that I'm not good at? Or how do I get better at something that I'm not great at? And my simple response is to wait for something. This goes back to that story at the beginning of being a child and waiting for dessert after dinner. In that moment, my parents were teaching me patience. They were teaching me to wait for my dessert. I'm sure that this was also practice of patience for my parents, you know, trying to parent a small child. However, the lesson for both of us was the importance of waiting. I would encourage you to start with something really small. This might be like in the morning, instead of drinking your morning coffee right away, try getting up, showering first, um, you know, getting ready, having a meditation or mindfulness practice rather than flying out of bed and putting the coffee on. It seems small, almost like minuscule, but teaching yourself to wait for something small will help you build up to wait for something big. My second step is to focus on short-term perspectives or goals. Right now, this time in history is teaching us that we don't know what's going to happen and there has never been a better time to cultivate a practice of being present Rather than worrying or having expectations about what's to come down the road, think about what you can control today, goals that you can set up for the day ahead of you, and have patience in this being your new way of planning. Step three, list times in your life that you know you've been grateful for your patience. For example, remember that saying, it's worth the wait, you've heard it before, Now try recalling times in your life where that has been true for you, where you've waited and it's been so worth it. The beautiful, incredible experiences that you've had from waiting. By having this gratitude practice, you're going to remind yourself that you do in fact have the ability to be patient. Step four, use the law of attraction here. There's that idea that we are the sum of the five people that we spend our most time with. And then also like attracts like. So what I'm suggesting here is find your patient people. Who are they? Seek them out. Spend time with them. Learn from them. 
Lastly, step five is to develop a mindfulness practice. And whatever that means for you, I'll just share that the definition of mindfulness is paying attention on purpose to the present moment. I truthfully don't know if there's any other like fast track, quick solution way to being patient rather than being present. There, there is no like looking ahead and worrying or fixing our problems or doing that sort of problem solving when you are here in this moment. And so if a mindfulness practice is something that you're curious about, reach out to me. I'd be happy to suggest ways that I can work with you to bring more of that into your life. So now that you know how to bring in more patience to your life and what exactly this is going to do for you during this time of our global pandemic and onwards, what will this virtue in your life do for you? I'm going to give you a short list and I trust that you'll add on to this based on your own experiences and perspectives. So now you know how to cultivate the patience. What is this going to do? I believe that having a practice of patience is going to be a fantastic skill to add to your toolbox. It's going to allow you to respond rather than to react. It's going to allow you to make more rational choices so we know that we can make really sometimes bad decisions when we're in the heat of the moment, when we're impatient. It's going to allow you to pause more often. And and when you're pausing, that's offering you up that opportunity to be mindful, to be present. And it's also going to make you a total people magnet. People love calm people. And so just notice how people start to gravitate towards you as you start to become more patient. Now, take it from me the person that used to self-identify as impatient, I would now honestly say that one of my superpowers is being calm. I hope that, that this episode finds you well and supports you as well as reminds you that there is beauty to slowing down, to taking deeper breaths, recognizing where you are right now in this moment in time and space and allows you to accept things as they are. Enjoy your week and if you're wanting to stay connected with me, You can find me on Instagram at LearnWithNick, on Facebook, Nicolea McClellan, and you can head on over to the Inspired Results Group website if you're looking to book in a free 30-minute discovery coaching call with me to see if you'd like to work together. May the practice of cultivating patience allow you to align more with your purpose, and stay tuned next week for a guided meditation.